Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Biz Alchemist podcast. I am your host, Fallon Jordan, and we are meeting with amazing, beautiful entrepreneurs and healers who are sharing their story of when they received their gifts and then just kind of the story of using those gifts for humanity in the way of entrepreneurship and have one of my favorite people here and one of my favorite transformational stories, which is that of Mira Kelly's. Thank you so much for being here, Mira. Thank you for having me and thank you for the sweet words. Uh, It's always so fun to talk to you. So I'm really excited to have this conversation, inspire people and do all the magical things we do together. Yay. And if you have heard of Mira, it's probably about all of her amazing work with past life regression. And I definitely highly recommend getting on her socials and looking at her money club, which is just super fantastic. And on the formal intro, Mira is a consciousness ac- architect, a speaker, and a best selling author. Uh, and one of her books is 18 Languages, international bestseller, which I think is so cool. One of the things I always wished and like at some point would like to do is like learn more languages. I just think that like that's the coolest thing ever. So I love that for you. And that was her book, Beyond Past Lives. Fantastic. You may have seen Mira on several TV shows and radios, including Gaia, which if you don't already have Gaia TV, I highly recommend. It's amazing. And Mira's work has been promoted by Dr. Wayne Dyer, Dr. Brian Weiss, and Anita Morjani and Kathy Bird. And I don't know if we talked about this before, but the book by Brian Weiss was like the book that just all these feelings I'd had a kind had deep down, like all these recurring dreams. Like that was the book that was like, okay, I'm not crazy. Like this is for real, this past life stuff. So amazing to know of that. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Cause when I read some of your other bios, I saw like how much you've worked with him and I'm like, oh my God, like mirrors, like really actually been with me for like 20 years. Like when I first came across Brian, Thank you so much for living your mission for so long. And I would love for you to just kind of dive in where, what you went to school for and that journey and then everything that's transformed to where you are today. Cause it's just really miraculous. Thank you. And really it has been a journey. I went to school uh, to be a lawyer and I practiced law and uh, at a, you know, a very high pace, high pressure level in New York City in a large law firm. And at a certain point, I uh, became aware of the possibility of me doing past life regressions. I was so in love with the process and with the experience because I had benefited from it. I had healed a supposedly unhealable physical condition that I was told I'm going to have for the rest of my life. And it took a couple of sessions because, you know, the first time around during my first regression, I was too tense and I couldn't let anything happen. And the second regression was really meaningful in more ways than I could possibly put. Not only did it bring healing, but it opened the door to, oh, this is extraordinary, right? As a tool, as a way of transformation, as answers. And so from there on, I wanted to share regression with everybody who would listen, right? I became one (laughs) of those people who was like, I know the answer. Let me share with you what is possible. 
And then eventually it upgraded in my head of, but what if I do this uh, in order to support myself? And of course, you know, the moment spirit gives us a message like that, then the ego mind, the fear mind, the, the all, all the programming comes through and says, yeah, but, <laughs> right? Yeah. And so for me, it was, yeah, but how are you going to support yourself? Yeah, but. And so when I began my journey, it really became a journey of working through fear uh, and changing my beliefs around what is possible with work and gifts and talents, right? That was my biggest work right there. And uh, everybody who is on that journey of transitioning from the safety of a career, the safety of a job knows what I'm talking about, because we all needed to make that jump. And those of us who are raised with entrepreneurship ideas by our parents, we're, you're so lucky because you were told ever since you were little to, you know, go build your empire. In right. my case, I had to believe in myself, you know, I had to build up that belief that the source of security and stability in my life is not a job is not a company but it's me right I am the one I can trust and and from there on I had to change my definition around money and being paid for my gifts and talents and and so here we are today it's been it's been a journey yeah it's so amazing and so I just want to back up if you didn't catch this for some reason like you were a lawyer in at a big law firm. So if Mira can do it, you can do it. Seriously, with a ton of student loan debt, uh, with, uh, you know, uh, New York City level of rent prices to pay, right? It wasn't, it wasn't, I would look at everything that needed to get covered and I'll be like, oh my God, what are we thinking, right? And so I had to keep leaning back into I trust myself. I trust the universe. I trust that if I have these gifts and talents, God didn't give them to me for nothing, right? I can trust these gifts and talents if I use them, if I spontaneously follow them, if I let them serve others, that they will serve me as well. Right. And, and, and there reached a place in which I was ready and life held me, right? Because at first, I was very much afraid, but what if I jump and then a year later, I'm back submitting resumes and applying for jobs, right? And so somebody gave me a very good advice. They said to me, don't jump if you don't think you can survive, right? Do this slower. You don't need to push yourself and ask uh, unbelievable things of yourself. So it really took a year to do a lot of tapping, a lot of EFT tapping, a lot of regression to work through all those beliefs and to really come to the conclusion for myself that I um, I'm I'm here. Let's do this, right? The regret of not living a full, fulfilled life is scarier than what could be, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's one of the powerful things about what you do and then your story to getting there is you know, you do help other people with past life regression. You help other people at EFT. I love tapping with you on Spotify. It's so fun. And yeah. It can really just be these things. I mean, past life regression can be 90 minutes and EFT can be 10 minutes. And it's like major, major transformation. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. It's really exceptional. And so for those of us, if I if I may share, definitely look into the stories you tell yourself about money, what's possible for you and money, but also to, uh, look into what you tell yourself is true about work, right? You and work. These are the rules we talk about very, very unconsciously, even though we consciously say these things, but we all have rules. So I've heard people, when I say to people, what are your rules around money? They say money comes when I want it or, or money comes when I work hard or right. Everybody has their own rules. So definitely looking to the stories you tell, because that's exactly what we experience. And same thing goes with work. There is this experience within us that so many of us don't feel understood. And so many of us believe that our best work is not understood by people and that people wouldn't want to pay for it. And yet you and I as consumers, we want other people's best work, right? Their gifts and talents, there's no one-sided coin. If somebody has something to offer, there's somebody else in the marketplace who is looking for it. But how many of us go around saying, well, people are stupid, people are superficial, people will put up with, you know... <laughs> I censored myself there <laughs> so that so that it, there becomes a, there builds up a lot of resentment in terms of I'm trying to reach people I'm trying to serve and yet I'm not but the answer is always looking to what you tell yourself is true about people understanding your best work so yeah a hundred percent and even that concept of work I love this exercise where you write down all the different jobs that you've had like even babysitting when you were 12 okay. years old. And so you write down all the jobs that you've had, and then you write down the compliments you received during that job. So compliments about the, you know, the type of person that you are, or maybe they complimented on your fashion. And then also like on the report cards, right? Like what would your teacher say about you? Like what would people who were, you know, like for me, I was a cashier at a grocery store. And like, I used to have a lot of people say like, you have a beautiful smile. And I would have a lot of people who would like make sure they went through my lines so they could just like be in my energy just for even like five minutes with my smile. And so kind of spoiled it. But like, when you go through all of the jobs and all the things people complimented you on that were just natural gifts, that is actually like what leads you into the energy of like, doing work. So like me smiling and just saying hello and being friendly to people, you and I know it makes a huge difference. And everyone here has heard me talk about this many, many times and all the examples, but it's so much more than that too. When you're thinking about, I mean, like you as a lawyer, like you were standing up for people and you were helping people get the, I don't know what type of law you're doing, but like whatever you always had like a goal for this person to get exactly what was meant. Yeah. And I just think that there's something really, really beautiful in that because there's so I really, I really love what you said because it's making me think of something. So many of us have in our dedication and our commitment to service because each one of us, to, to me, 
uh, having my own business is not about the business, right? I appreciate the freedom, but to me, it's a dedication and bigger than, bigger than, uh, you know, being able to work from home. It's a dedication to service, a dedication to the divine. It's a dedication to my soul. So it's truly a, a purpose, right? It's a personal mission. And so, so many of us, when we tap into entrepreneurship, into the healing work that that we do into the spiritual uh, healing work that we do, we approach it from such a place of sincerity and devotion. And it's really magnificent and beautiful. And that allows for a lot of life to be cut out. Does that make sense? Because everything else feels superficial. Everything else is a distraction. Everything else should be minimized. So we have this time to Paint pa paintings if we're artists, or to create music, or you know, for me to read my spiritual books, and yet. I, I really want to advocate for all of us to see that our work is really our life. So that's why I loved how you spoke about the smile and that compliment, because the bigger work was actually you connecting with people, right? Living life fully versus just the movement of the hands so you can scan barcodes. And so and so I, I, I really just appreciate how committing to one's purpose is so much bigger. And then we realize, wait a minute, it's not just about the doing. I'm literally living my purpose in every moment, literally every moment. 100%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That changes the language that we use too, right? Like I'm working hard <laughs> to use the language of like, when someone's like, oh, where do you up to? It's like, I'm working. But like, that could be anything. Could be me laying by the pool reading a book. It could be me meditating. It could be me getting ready to jump on a call. It could be me doing a podcast. Like, it could be me walking down the street smiling at somebody. Like, our whole concept, because the word work, right? Like, I'm sure just people are they they attribute it to a very specific type of task, which may or may not be hard, which may or may not result in them getting paid. And it's like, why don't we just like think of work as a totally like I'm having fun. I'm working. Like those are like interchangeable when you're in your purpose and your mission, which is, you know, for us, like the business, the energy of business and money, which is our energy. It's just really cool. So I would love to hear about the first time you realized that you wanted to do the money club and then share a little bit more about it. Cause I know it's a really amazing. Mm, it's such an exceptional container. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, I have been working on money challenges, as you heard, before there was, you know, ever even the thought of me serving others with this information. I grew up in a family and in a country where there was really no, I grew up in a communist country. There was no conversation about prosperity and money. And there was a conversation about working hard, but that's different, right? And so, and so I truly had to educate myself on a mindset around money to program my subconscious. And so I've been doing that work of prosperity and I've been in business for gosh, more uh, more years than I can think of, right? So there's definitely a staying power, the ability to generate revenue, the ability to serve, the ability to understand my community and to move the community with me as I grow. And so, and so one day it was just such a natural, oh, but I have so much to say, right? It was so such a natural 
why am I not talking about this? I'm constantly doing the work. I'm constantly on top of growing and expanding. And I'm already in, in a place where I teach one-on-one -on -one clients, right? Coaching clients. Also uh, through my regression, a lot about purpose and starting businesses and staying in businesses and attracting clients. So why am I not doing it? So that's how the Money Club was born. Thank you for asking. I love that. Yeah. I love reading about it and all of the things that keep coming through for the people who are, mm. it's so fun. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. What other fun projects do you have going on right now? Mm, I am really so joyfully excited to be combining magic mushrooms with the expansion of consciousness. It seems like it's the next wave of growth. You know, at first it was all about these deep, profound meditative states of regression. And then adding to that, uh, psychedelics has become a truly a place of even faster transformation, bigger connection with the divine, being able to help people more profoundly with depression and anxiety and, and, and menopausal problems and you name it, right? Yeah. So because the benefit of, uh, of psychedelics is that, and especially mushrooms, is that there is also a biological component to it, right? And and so and so that has been a great place of creativity and fun and and growth. Yeah. I just think, keep thinking of like a little mushroom going. Oh my god, absolutely. I uh, mushrooms are truly a consciousness that is here to help their connectors, right? They're the original they're the original internet. So their job is to connect, to make dreams come true, to help, to provide nourishment. And so I really have developed a way of working with mushrooms to access our subconscious and the deeper layers of our psyche and to work with ourselves and the universe and the divine in a way that is just profound beyond anything else. Amazing. And definitely get into mirrors yeah. so and stay on top of all of those offerings. They're so cool. And you just like solidified, like I kept saying, it's like on my like things to do is to do that program with you. And like, I just feel like I look forward to to us absolutely, and it's just so so profound how we can ask for these prof big life changes, these answers, and and then the solutions come, and then the resolution is there. It's done. It's done. It's done. Right? It's really wonderful. It's amazing to work with mushrooms as a tool. Thank you for asking. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I'm so excited, and um, I also wanted to say to get in your world in case you had questions because some of the testimonials that Mira has sent out in emails are, I mean, it's just like literally a no brainer to like do this program because mm -hmm. absolutely. Thank I'm you. Because of, um, you know, I'm thinking of mushrooms, like they're in the earth. Like you said, they're the, the original internet mother earth. And then the menopause thing, like, I feel like there's something really biological, spiritual there. Do you want to share maybe like a story or like what you think I'm trying to say? <laughs> oh my God, absolutely. So I have, I'm thinking of three people right now who had uh, in different phases of, you know, their menopausal journey, 
have reached out and told me this has been the solution. Nothing else has helped. I'm able to sleep. I don't have these symptoms. I write all of that, all of that. And so it's been really fantastic. And personally, I haven't gone through menopause yet, but I have used to have severe cramps, severe, like severe cramps every month when my period would come. And all of that went away and vanished when I started, started microdose and doing bigger journeys too. So that's why I was saying it's it's a, really a multi-tiered way of us benefiting from mushrooms being in our lives, not just biologically, as I just gave those examples, but also spiritually, also emotionally. It's really amazing, really amazing. And, cool. and I have to tell you, every day I learn something new. The other day I learned that uh, microdosing is exceptional for people with vertigo. And of course, how would I know, right? Until a client uh, said to me, this is helping. Or another client said to me, this is doing wonders for my depression and for my libido. Is this normal? And I'm like, it's normal for you, right? And so I feel like every day I'm learning so much and falling in love with mushrooms even more because it's not just the emotional healing it's also what else is possible and available right yeah like my mind is kind of blown my friend has like the most horrendous periods you can't even imagine mm -hmm. and like this is totally something that mm -hmm. yes yes so tell her to reach out to me yeah um, <laughs> you will like literally we're done yeah, absolutely. And and so uh, when it comes to when it comes to mushrooms, it's a whole world of opportunities because they're a tool, right? Much like a knife. You can use the knife for anything. You can even screw screw with a knife if you choose to, right? It might be a little ch challenging, but we can figure it out. So same thing with mushrooms. They're such a partner. And so every time I not only microdose, but do a bigger journey, I always approach it from a place of this is my intention and this is what I need help with. And one of the most profound experiences, I, I have so many stories I can share, but one of the biggest takeaways for me is the feeling, the awareness of how much I matter. And it's a silly thing to say, right? And I'm not talking about my value and my worth in terms of being a human. I'm talking about how the universe uh, hears me. The universe is here for me. I feel heard. I feel held. I feel valuable. I feel such a sense of connection to life, not in a way that I'm special, not in a way that there's any, none of it. You know, I, I can tell you the same is true for you, right? And for my next door neighbor, the point is that each one of us is so hard and so valuable. There was a period in time where I was doing um, a series of, of journeys. And every time I was in a journey, I would sit and I'll ruminate over something or I'll think of a specific client I want to serve or, you know, whatever, whatever just comes through, whatever I'm downloading and working through with the field and downloading from the field. And it became so fun for me to recognize I'm thinking of this kind of client and this kind of service. And then sure enough, it shows up or I'm thinking of something I need help with. And so I remember one day sitting on my couch and reflecting and thinking to myself, oh, my God, somebody's really listening all the time right to everything that goes through my head. Oh, my God. 
and but if and of course i'm not talking about uh, alexa i'm not talking about my cell phone you know i'm not talking about the government i'm talking about really that feeling of life is here for me i'm so safely held and supported so that is so invaluable uh, as an experience that is so hard to put into words right until we tap into it as an experience and then life becomes even more magical and safer and profound right I love that yeah and the especially for someone who helps so many people pass life regression I'm sure you have some insight to share too like especially if you're listening just now this means that you're alive on planet earth in 2023 <laughs> This is like the most amazing, magical time for us to be alive. Like some of us have trained hundreds or thousands of lifetimes already to do the work that we're doing right now. And especially going into 2024, there's just, like you said, like spirits always listening, like the universe is always listening. And if you can tap into that energy, it's like, you're just going to, you know, like they say, like access your highest timeline, like as quickly as possible. And right do more good for yourself and the planet it's such an incredible opportunity yeah absolutely mm -hmm. yeah yeah I love how you said it it's really a blessing and an opportunity to be alive at this time and a huge challenge and a pain in the butt you know but if, but we're here because we wanted it because we knew that this will stretch us and expand us and grow us and once we're done we're going to look back and say i did it i did it a job well done and and there's something extraordinary that i think of all the time not that I cannot learn the lessons that I my soul set up for me three lifetimes from now, you know, I can choose to lean back and take it easy and make this life as, as simple as possible for myself because we always have free will, right? Um, our soul creates us and we do have the same properties of our soul in terms of the ability to create worlds, but also we have free will. So I can just choose to lean, lean back and eat ice cream all day, right? Like I can totally do that. And 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 not do much uh, with the opportunities that I'm given. But here's the part that keeps me going. I always think to myself, yeah, but the way I could open the door for someone emotionally, physically, literally with a door held open in this life, in this moment will make a huge difference for them, right? Because three lifetimes from now for them, it'll be like, mm, you're a little late. <laughs> so so that, that, that to me is always such an opportunity to think yeah and sh let's show up and keep going right a hundred percent sometimes so in my old life I used to listen to three to four life stories a day and I would type it into a report for a psychiatrist and so I would hear I mean kids adults you know people who are much older I would hear their stories and like their struggles and their pain and it's like wow and like all these people are just walking around like kind of acting like this is normal or everyone's dealing with this stuff and it's like no and when it just takes one person to be like no like this is totally something that we can work through it's that in itself is a miracle right i mean that's why there's so many amazing studies about the placebo effect i know you mentioned that the you had a journey with health issues that the past life regression helped with do you mind sharing what that was 
I, I would love to. Yes, it was a TMJ condition where there was an inflammation in the muscles around my jaw. So I couldn't even open my jaw to put a spoonful of food in my jaw, right? The wow. pain uh, the pain was excruciating. And of course, I tried doing everything. I changed my bill. I changed my bed. I changed a million other things. I spent exorbitant amounts of money trying to do what my dentist was recommending as a therapy. And the solution came when I did a past life regression. And in this regression, I experienced being somebody who felt unheard and powerless and trapped. And that very much resonated with how I felt um, in the life of Mira at that time, because, you know, I was in this high paced uh, position as an attorney, which was definitely you know, something I worked towards and I was very good at, but I very much felt trapped in so many ways, right? And, um, and doing this regression opened up a, a world of personal power and the reminder of, yeah, but, yeah, but, right? This is a different life and we get to do it differently. And so it, it really was profoundly healing. And I'm explaining it now in a way that I have had a lot of time to reflect on it. Back then, it was just an emotional river of tears, right? I just experienced the lifetime. I cried the tears and that was it. And the next day I woke up and the pain was gone and I couldn't, I couldn't figure out how, right? I did. And I didn't care how I was just happy that I could keep living life pain free. And, and it was so interesting. Years later, I went to see the same dentist and I was sitting in his chair and he was looking at my, uh, you know, and my file. And he asked me about the TMJ, about my jaw. And my reaction was my jaw what about my jaw, right? In other words, it didn't even register. It felt like it was somebody else's story. Wow. And, and, and and it took me a while to click and be like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. And so and so that's, that's what I so love about regression, about tapping, about mushroom journeys, microdosing with mushrooms, that they allow us to change and to shift into a parallel reality where literally it feels like those old stories Stories, those old challenges belong to somebody else, right? We kind of remember the story, but there is no emotional entanglement. There is no attachment. It's just like something we recount, but it doesn't feel that it's us, right? That's change. And so I, that's why I'm behind these tools, because I like I like practical results, right? We all want practical change in our lives. That's why I use all these tools, because... Um, we're here for the change. That is amazing. So I, for some reason, did either didn't know or forgot. I thought it was something else because when I think of you, you know, I think of your voice, like, I just, I love hearing your voice Thank and you. I think of your like, be, like your beautiful facial structure. Like you have those big cheekbones and this perfect jawline, this big smile. Like how crazy is that? Thank you. I want to share something that I I just wanna I I just wanna put out there for all our our people who are healers and who are looking to serve even bigger and better. I had a lot of challenges with my voice, right? And so um, one day, what really so I had a hard time speaking in front of people. I had a hard time projecting my voice, right? All those things, and I was really moved and inspired by what Wayne Dyer. Shared 
shared about his own voice. He said, I just have a big voice. And so I started affirming for myself, I have a big and powerful voice. I have a big, <laughs> and of course, I worked through all the fears about sharing and speaking and being heard and expressing and being known and visibility and all those things. And eventually what I decided is that it doesn't even have anything to do with me. I decided that my voice, when I open my mouth, my you know, whatever comes out of my mouth really becomes a channel for the divine. So even though you're listening supposedly to mirror talking, you're really hearing your guides, the divine, what you need to hear, what you need to pick up, right? What will serve you? And that's a way I could settle it for myself, right? That's how it became... I can do this. I can show up for this job because first of all, the divine knows better what to tell you. And then everybody's getting exactly what they want. So there, if this inspires those who are listening, please adopt this way of thinking because we we all get that, you know, I, I oftentimes say to people when I wrote my book, Beyond Past Lives, I wrote it because I was in love with the process. I was in love with the book as I was writing it, right? It was a very intimate experience, but it was me and me, <laughs> right? Me and the book. And beyond that, I just released it. And from there on, it's an experience for everyone. And I know that everybody reads it for a different reason and gets out of it something different. And every time they read it, they get something different out of it, right? So each one of us can be that channel in whichever way we serve others. That is amazing. I love that so much. And yeah, just the power of your voice and your voice frequency, but then also like how loud you're being. I mean, it's meant our voices are meant to be heard. And I just think that's like a really beautiful thing that Thank I have you. a powerful voice. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So much. It's such a joy to talk to you. I'm so grateful. I I wanna I wanna ask you a question. Can I ask you a question yeah. on your own podcast? Yes, please. One of the things that I absolutely love about you is how you see beauty and appreciate and value others, and you're able to see the beauty and point out to it, right? And and how do you do it? So I love that you said that because of course we know the word how can sometimes be a naughty word, but I was thinking about that actually last night I did like a full moon ceremony. I did the things that I'm letting go of. And then I did all the things that I like about myself and I've always just noticed things. And so then when I started doing this transformational work, it's like, okay, well, I'm, I'm noticing all this stuff anyway. Like almost like, it's so funny. I was thinking about it. It's almost like someone who has PTSD and always knows what's going on but I know what's going on, but I'm doing it, the regulated nervous system and just like being excited to take the information in and then choosing now, not always, but now I'm choosing to see the beauty in it. And then just recognizing it. Like this morning I walked out the door to go see my trainer at the gym. And, you know, last night the moon was like back here. And then I woke up and I opened the door and it's in front of my door, the total upside. And I was like, whoa, I was like, look at that moon just hanging out still in the morning. And I knew that I needed to warm my car up. So went to my car and then I drove it like 500 feet so that I could be at the perfect angle. And I just like sat there for like 10 minutes staring at the moon while my car warmed up. And I just felt so cool because I'm not supposed to be in this parking lot. And... <laughs> 
I just drink my, my hot water with my electrolytes. And I was just like, look at me just like hanging out, sitting in my car. And like, there are times in my life, I would have been so annoyed that, you know, I couldn't just like remote start my car. Cause I used to have that on one of my old cars, but it's really just paying attention to what's around me and then making a conscious choice. Like, Oh wow, that's so beautiful. Like you know, the stuff in my apartment is beautiful. And I did a huge decluttering binge this weekend and I was like going through all of my stuff. And I was like, yeah, I love, I still kind of love this thing, but because of the version of myself that I was when I was wearing it, I, I'm just like done with her. Like we're done. Like we're new Fallon is coming. New Fallon is here right now. And I just saw the beauty in that versus what, you know, some people might be like, well, if you still like it, you should keep it. And if it still fits like you like it, you just keep it. And it's like, no, like I'm, I'm a completely new person today and I plan on being a completely different person tomorrow. And yeah, that was a long-winded answer as always, but I appreciate you asking. It was such a good answer. We all learned so much. So we learned to find beauty in everything, which is incredibly valuable and important because you know, it's easy to be annoyed and to look at what's wrong, right? We, it's a default for so many of us. And yet the default of what is right and what is beautiful is amazing. And I'm a thousand percent with you about, um, the objects, the things around us holding energy and memories and reminding us. So it's not just, oh, it's beautiful. Let's keep it around. It's really also the meaning behind it. So yeah, thank you. We learned so much. Thank you. I share one more story because it's so amazing. So I live on a not so busy street and I usually walk the street every day and there's a pond and there's turtles. And like, if I'm lucky, there'll be like a heron or a bigger bird And it's just like a cute little spot. So I do that walk all the time. My friend and neighbor just started doing the walk. And yesterday she was, you know, looking at the pond because I told her to like, look out for the turtles and say hi to them. And she saw a little beaver swimming in the pond. So she just sends me a picture of look what I saw in the pond. And I couldn't really tell from the video but it was just like this brown fluffy thing poking it out. And she's like, yeah, it's a beaver. And I was like, you saw a beaver on the beaver full moon right now. She's like, oh, no, it's a full moon. And I don't know what a beaver full moon is. I was like, what? So then it's like, not only is this like a complete miracle and like, again, like what are the chances that that could happen? But I've been like obsessing about it like ever since, because I'm like, look how amazing God is. Like when these synchronicities happen and especially me sharing as someone who forgot it was a full moon and didn't know beaver full moon was actually a thing. And then I actually, so I went back and I took a picture of the full moon last night when it was dark and the moon was right above the pond. And I was like, this is just like ridiculously amazing. Amazing. I love this story. Oh my God. I feel so inspired by it. I love it. I love it. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Share it. Life is amazing that way. And you really have the ice and the presence to notice it. What an incredible thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's so fun. (laughs) I know. I know. Yeah. Well, I'm so grateful for you. And I'm going to put all of Mira's contact info below so you can get into her world and learn more about her amazing offerings. I am so grateful for you and everything that you do for the planet and for me. And I'm just so, so happy that you were here with us today.
Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for this conversation. I look forward to connecting with everyone who wants to say hi. I'm so grateful for you. We'll talk again soon. Sounds good. <laughs> Bye for now. Bye for now. And I'll see everyone else in the next episode.